previously on Wild Space. Unidentified vessel, identify. You are off course. I repeat, unidentified freighter, identify yourself immediately. Okay, so Sawyer with, <laughs> you know, as he's white knuckling this uh, <laughs> YT on its way down. <laughs> Just, just trying to hold this this thing together. <laughs> Looks over at Beck Dugo, who's just shaking enough that he's almost a blur. He goes, "This is this is the Galaxy Run. Uh, we are inbound for landing." <laughs> well, Flyboy, you've managed to enter our atmosphere in the midst of one of the worst sandstorms in the history of this rock. You've got two choices. Put her down in a canyon or try to make it to our spaceport. Your call. If you can make it here, look for the open docking bay. I'll close the canopy once you land to avoid any further damage to your hunker. Uh, your ship. So Sawyer looks <laughs> as he's still shaking, and this thing is just barreling down into the atmosphere. It looks over at Vec to see if Vec gives him any guidance on this thing. I've raised my arm and just like forward. Like that's all he does. He didn't say a word, just like kind of like a forward march. And so Sawyer sort of half yells back into the microphone, spaceport incoming. Now, if you can picture, it is a spaceport within a city. Uh, there's a few different uh, spaceports, but only one of those docking bays is open. As a matter of fact, the doors to that docking bay are opening slowly. There's a torrential storm going on, but you're still able to be in this little pocket of relative calm, despite all the dust going everywhere. And you can see they're hastily opening the doors. Now, the rest of the spaceport appears quite abandoned. You don't see any inhabitants. You don't see any other ships in the docking bays, and there doesn't appear to be anyone on the ground to greet you because they would be getting tattered with sand. This seems great. <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> what I'm looking for. Unfortunately, I'm just like beelining this thing, just absolutely redlining it into the open hole that is the one available docking bay. Well, with your piloting prowess and the fact that you rolled what you rolled, I'm very quite impressed, actually. Um, you are able to safely land the galaxy run. And although there's like nobody there to greet you, you can, you can hear like you did have one threat. So you can, you can hear that some of the systems are, were waning. Obviously you saw some parts of the ship that were getting kind of ripped off as you were going through it. So, you know, there's some damage to your ship, but you are able to safely land the ship and the mechanical canopy starts to cover the galaxy run immediately. Once it closes, the lights click on and the docking bay is illuminated and the ship is now protected from the elements. So the dust from the sandstorm slowly starts to dissipate and then the doors with a big giant mechanical thud close. Sawyer Jax puts both arms extended onto the dash of the galaxy run and he's sort of stroking with his head leaned up against it and says good job good job you did so good you did so good <laughs> vex slow claps from the back and dr colto just says another happy landing all right so at, at this point you know you've safely landed it's dead quiet 
It doesn't look like there's really anybody around. What would you like to do? All right, I'm going to look for, amongst all this, the junk that's in the Galaxy Run, is there any kind of poncho? Excuse me, what? You know, like the, uh, for the real world reference, like a uh, Clint Eastwood, you know, old Western kind of feel. A poncho? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Are you looking to blend in with the locals? Is that what you're trying to do here? I mean, I'm 225 and six foot thick gank, so I'm not going to blend in so, you know, so much, but... I'm going to have you roll. Bet you didn't expect this one, did you? <laughs> <laughs> not expect this one. I'm going to have you... Well, that's, I'm just going to have to have you roll a perception check. Um, against one difficulty. One difficulty, okay. Uh, two successes. So you are able to just kind of search around. You start maybe searching around in some of the uh, in some of the compartments that um, that are within the galaxy run, and you don't necessarily find a poncho, but you find a very large roll of tools in a canvas roll. It's it's quite large. I mean, it's got like trifolds. And you open it up, and there's all there's there's arc light spanners and hydro spanners and all kinds of different tools within this thing, and you kind of look at it and go, if I were to cut a hole <laughs> in the middle of that, that might actually work to cover me. Okay, I'm gonna cut a I'm gonna cut a hole. And I'm gonna put it on. <laughs> we're wearing a tarp. <laughs> it's more like a tool canvas, but it'll work. Here's a serious problem, though, because Vec Dugo, while he's wearing his sweet camo tarp, I am like, Sawyer Jax wears resplendent robes. <laughs> he's, he's a well-dressed, he's a well-dressed con man. Like, I'm going to be walking out there next to Clint Eastwood in a tarp. I need it to, I need it to drape over my, my gun. That's all I need. Oh, this is going to be so good. I look at I look at Vec Duco and I was like, really? Really? <laughs> I look at your robes and you were saying, you know what? We're just going to have to disagree on this one. <laughs> Colto looks over and sees what happens and he just, he, he looks away like completely disinterested and he hits the button for the hatch to open to the out, uh, outside atmosphere. Now, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we get out there, like, didn't you guys mention something about, like, not being possessed and stuff with an ambulance and things like that? Like, we all three of us can't go out there and do this thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Kron, can you, uh, can you lend him your, your amulet? Wait, wait, wait. How come I'm getting the amulet? How come you're not going out there with him? I thought I was the pilot of the ship. I know that the Imperials were on this planet. I have pretty dang good reason to believe, knowing the way that the Imperials work, not everybody left. They have some people staying here, and I guarantee you they're spying on what this planet's got going on. I'm pretty well aware of what Diesel Prime was about, knowing the people that they had here. Look, I don't know really what the situation is with this prison or, or, or how the super prison is operating now, or, but I guarantee you there's Imperials around. So I'm not real keen on going out there anyway. I would rather stay back here, Take care of some stuff on the ship. See what I could fix. See who I could find. Keep me updated what's going on. If there's anything that I can research, then just let me know. But I am not going to show my face on an Imperial planet. I look over at Vec Dugo. I was like, you're going. You're going, right? I look at you once over in your robes and chuckle and start to make my way to the hatch and just say, come on, Ubi Dooby. <sighs> I grab the amulet from Kron Colto. Like, snatch it. 
start walking. <laughs> All right, so we leave the galaxy run. So as you're leaving the galaxy run, you see... You're shot to death by Imperials <laughs> and smugglers and gangsters and <laughs> bounty hunters. <laughs> All of the bad things that are on this planet. <laughs> Tune in next week to the Kron Colto Show. <laughs> I look at Sawyer, I said, feel familiar? A hatch closing right behind you? I, I much preferred being on the other side of that hatch, to be honest with you. <laughs> so all three of us are standing. Even though even though it's it's obvious that Dr. Colto is going to stay on the ship because he's still pretty freaked out about running into any Imperial entanglements, uh, he's going to stay with the ship. But he uh, he is curious. He, he's curious about the planet. So he <laughs> is going to... Walk outside with you guys, and as all three of us are kind of standing right outside the galaxy run, we notice a short, yet quite portly, like this guy is not missing any meals, uh, Twi'lek, dressed in some d pretty dirty but dusty ragged robes. He has a pair of like a swoop-type swoop type goggles on, and his arms are wrapped in cloth. It looks like it helps maybe to protect him from the, the elements there on Diesel Prime. Um, and his, uh, except his his hands and his face are, are the rest of the, the skin there is uncovered and you can tell his skin's pretty leathery and it's deep, deep blue, but it's dusty. And he starts walking towards you. I look at Sawyer immediately and just say, I'm gonna stand behind you, you are up. Yeah, I think that's pretty much implied at this point. Why don't I do some of the talking and you uh, just make sure that I don't get shot or murdered or maimed or any of the other things that you seem to be uh, more than capable of doing. Hi, sir. How are you doing? My name is Sawyer, and I got to say, that is a mighty fine pair of goggles you got on your head there. Greetings. Clyde Tubbs here. I'm the administrator of this facility. This is my maintenance droid, R18. Why don't we go inside and get out of this dust and heat? What do you say, huh? Looks like your ship took a little damage getting through the atmosphere, hey? Oh, her? No, she, that's, that's cosmetic, largely. I think that she's pretty much designed to uh, give uh, false appearances, but she's got it where it counts, if you know what I'm saying. Your ship is literally falling apart. I mean, there's pieces falling onto the ground as we speak, but no matter. So I'm going to just go ahead and follow you here. And uh, it is just so nice to hear uh, a happy voice like that. Uh, I think you and I are going to be the best of friends. Follow me, my friends. Boy, what a jolly sort. So everybody follows Clyde Tubbs, uh, the, the Twi'lek. <laughs> into um, like in a waiting room. Looks like a, you got to name the portly guy Tubbs. <laughs> what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> that is such a freaking Star Wars name. I want credit for it, and I want it now. The crew, including Kron Colto, uh, decides to follow Clyde Tubbs, the facility administrator, into uh, what looks like a docking bay control room. Uh, the control room door opens, and there looks like there's plenty of comfortable seating in there. There's uh, there's just a couple of droids in there, and you can see off in the corner that Clyde Tubbs has it appears what would be an administrator's desk, just in complete disarray. Like Clyde Tubbs is not a clean person. 
He does not uh, take care of, uh, of his personal appearance. It looks like at, at this point, he does not have a supervisor to report to. So he is just, just kind of resorted to what he, to his upbringing, right? He's just, he's not a very clean person, but uh, he does have some droids there that do look like they're taking care of the uh, minimal responsibilities of abandoned spaceport maintenance. Awesome. <laughs> I'm not catching a vibe that this guy's like a murderous criminal uh, at this point. Um, Mr. Tubbs uh, seems, uh, he seems pretty reasonable. Sawyer's, uh, Sawyer's feeling like he's, he's kind of working his game here and he, he feels in his element. So uh, he is going to say, uh, gosh, I, I don't even know how to go. I don't even know how to go about this. Like, we're looking for a Sith Lord on this planet. You know, I, I like I don't necessarily think I want to just ask, like, have you seen any Sith Lords walking around? But at the same time, I'm not real <laughs> sure how else to broach the subject. You could ask him if he's heard of the Provite. That's a great idea. Okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with that. I kind of give a look back to uh I give a look back to Vex Dugo and just sort of like hold my hands up like I, I'm I'm just going to start rolling here if you're cool with that. Yeah, I just kind of motion on the keep yeah. rolling, keep rolling. <laughs> okay. It's like, uh, Mr. Tubbs, uh, you know, you uh, you seem like a, a pretty worldly person here, and uh, we really do uh, appreciate uh, you letting us dock in, in your spaceport, and I'm sure we'll discuss the, uh, the details uh, of the situation after that. Uh, but, um, you know, we were just kind of curious. Uh, the You got any uh, sort of unique local uh species around here we're kind of uh we're we're, we're sort of uh uh zoologists uh we're, we 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 like to to take a look at uh at some of the uh the local uh local species and document these kind of things and it looks like nobody's been to this planet for quite some time and you know we thought we'd just take a peek I'd make sure my blaster's covered after you said zoologists <laughs> <laughs> Administrator Tubbs is staring at you, and he's got a small smirk in his face. And you can tell with his weathered, leather-looking blue face, as a Twi'lek has, that he wants you to roll a deception check against two difficulty. Let's see how good a liar Sawyer Jax is. My feeling is that he probably is pretty good. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> Three successes, one advantage. Oh. Okay, so uh, oh, yeah. with with that's a fantastic role, and uh, I my may or may not have opened that door for your character's <laughs> strengths. <laughs> so you can see the the look of uh, disdain and the look of questioning in his eyes quickly turn to a fake smile. He kind of smiles at you. Uh, fakely, but it's fakely enough that you know that your charm has him. You got him. He likes you immediately. You feel that he's going to be a little more, a little more frank with you. What he decides to tell you is, uh, well, well, I'm, I'm sure that as the esteemed zoologist and traveled galactic wildlife researcher that you clearly appear to be, you're familiar with the complete lack of said wildlife on Diesel Prime, but I'm sure you have your reasons for braving a devastating sandstorm to get here. Now, 
Whatever those reasons may be, know this. Diesel Prime is a desolate place. It is an abandoned place. When the Empire fell, you see, all of the personnel abandoned the prison. They abandoned the small town they used to inhabit. What's left is the skeleton crew you see here, trying to keep the planet from destroying itself from within. The former prisoners, they've taken over. Many of them escaped the prison and fled the planet when the Empire left, but many remained. They formed mercenary groups and bandit outfits. They steal, they loot, they gamble, and they hurt anyone they can, you see. I don't know about your zoology quest or whatever it is you hope to find here, but you've come to a dangerous place, my friend. Perhaps if you were just honest with me as I have been with you, I could be of some assistance. Well, I kind of look back at Vec on this one, too, and I'm like, uh, what do you think? I, I take a step forward and just uh, kind of my arms crossed, tilt my head down a little bit and just look at him. And wait, how tall is this guy? Is he, is he short? Clyde Tubbs, is a, he's a little dude. I'm not, I mean, he's not like, uh, he's not an Ugnaught little dude. He's just a very short, portly Twi'lek. Okay, I look at him and say, who runs this place? Oh, well, now, 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 sir. Uh, I can tell that you probably enjoy a bit of the rough and tumble, but I myself do not. I prefer to administrate, not fight. So I will tell you what you want to know, but I fear you may not like what you hear. There are two main groups currently running things here on Diesel Prime. Well, there's the Dune Mercs and there's the Do-Gooders. And, well, the Dune Mercs are the formerly incarcerated who took over the super prison when the Empire made their hasty escape. They are the worst of the worst, and they probably won't take kindly to meddling zoologists from off-world. They are ruthless vagabonds, skilled fighters, and bandit treasure hunters. Well, then there's the do-gooders. Not every convict in the prison was a horrible person, you see. Some may or may not have been falsely accused. I mean, the galaxy was controlled by the Empire, as you know. They haven't always been the pinnacle of fairness. But I digress. The do-gooders settled in Soul Town, the former settlement that used to house the Imperial prison guards and staff. Soul Town is relatively peaceful, although they are still ex-cons, you know but nonetheless more pleasant to deal with than the Dune Mercs. Those are the only two factions you'll find here, aside from scattered spies and trade syndicates. Now, who's in charge? Well, I don't quite know. It seems to change from day to day. All I know is that they all choose to leave us alone here at the spaceport. I mean... They need someone to maintain this facility so that they can sell their stolen goods off-world, right? I look at Sawyer. It's got a motion like, your call, and take a step back. Sawyer goes over to Mr. He, he, he looks back at he looks back at Vec Dugo, and he gets the feeling like Vec's like, look, Vec, Vec could go either way. <laughs> He's going to be just fine. <laughs> Right? You send Vec Dugo into the prison and things are going to get ugly and Vec is not going to have a problem with any of this. Right? 
he goes to Mr. Tubbs and he goes, Mr. Tubbs. Now, when I say that I'm a zoologist, that is, uh, that is honest to God, more or less what we're dealing with here. I'm interested in a couple things here and you seem like you're shooting me straight. And so I'm going to shoot you straight here. And we're going to see if you and I can exchange any information here. All right. My counterpart here, Mr. Dugo, he is just happier than a clam in mud to go ahead and wreck a super prison. But I don't necessarily share that enthusiasm. So I'm just going to see whether or not you can give me some sort of guidance here. There was a species called the provite. Have you ever heard of them? That's step one. Step two is there is a particular, I'm just going to say it, sounds crazy, Sith Lord out there. Now you tell me if the words provite or Sith Lord mean anything to you and if you can provide me some guidance on which one of these two terrible decisions I have to pick between. Roll me a cool check. Up against one difficulty. Cool check, one difficulty. Here we go. Two successes, three advantages. I am so cool. So cool. (laughs) I am cool. (laughs) I am cool. Sawyer Jex is just walking cool. (laughs) He clearly is. Like, this is the confidence man that we expected and wanted on our ship with us. So. Clyde Tubbs continues to like you. And you got to understand that Clyde Tubbs has run this facility through the very worst of times on this planet, and he continues to do so. So he is a very good judge of character, but he's also very quick to flip the coin on somebody if he doesn't believe that that person has good intentions. But he likes you. He likes you a lot. Look, my friend, we don't get many visitors here. Diesel Prime is not a pleasant travel destination. But not everyone on this planet is a deviant, you see. So I'm going to give you the best advice I can given your situation. Your best bet is to head to Soul Town and seek out your information from the do-gooders. They're more likely to be friendly to your cause and, well much less apt than the dune marks to shoot first and ask questions later. They've been known to kill unwary travelers and liberate them of their belongings. So watch your step and mind who's around when you're running your mouth. There are many more eyes and ears here than you may be comfortable with and they will gather what information they can and sell it to the highest bidder. If this information you're seeking is of particular interest to any outside party, you can bet that the information will make it off-world. So, my friends, Soul Town. The cantina is a particularly active part of town and might be the best place to start. I look over at Vecdugo and I say, how would you like a drink? What awaits Vec Dugo and Sawyer Jacks in Soul Town? Will they fool the do-gooders into thinking they're zoologists, or will they criff the bed? Find out on the next episode of Wild Space RPG.
MC297. Thank you for tuning in to Wild Space. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell your friends. Consider subscribing and leaving us a review. Visit us on Twitter and Instagram at WildSpaceCorp to stay updated. For all content, find us on the Holonet at WildSpaceCorp.com. Email your transmissions to WildSpaceCorp at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 202-743-6120. Thanks, and see you next time on Wild Space.